You're listening to ReachMD, and this is Advanced Treatments and Innovations from Mayo Clinic. Here's your host, Dr. Matt Bernholtz. Cardiac surgeries are complicated procedures that call for a sophisticated skill set. But cardiac reoperations are even more complex and require a highly advanced set of surgical techniques. And with more patients than ever before going back for reoperations, what techniques can we apply to help improve outcomes for these surgeries? Welcome to Advanced Treatments and Innovations from Mayo Clinic. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz, and joining me is Dr. Juan Crestanello, Chair of the Department of Cardiovascular Surgery at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. Dr. Crestanello, welcome to you. Thank you. So let's dive right into this subject of complex cardiac reoperations. Now, what are the risks associated with repairing the heart a second or even a third time? And in that vein, can you just tell us about the mortality rates and outcomes associated with these operations? In general, uh, patients who require reoperations are older and they have more comorbidities. In addition, the anatomy around the heart changes after an, uh, the first operation, and there's the development of a more scar tissue that leads an increased risk for re-entry on the chest. For example, the heart or the great vessels that leave the heart can be behind the sternum, and that increases the risk of re-entry on the chest, and as well as the risk of bleeding. And I take it that increases the mortality rates and outcomes associated with these operations. Is that true? Yes, that's correct. Here at Mayo, we do more than 300 reoperations per year. The majority of them, about 70%, are first times reoperations. And about 30% are second, third, fourth, or more time reoperations. Many of the reoperations that we perform, we can do it with morbidity and mortality that are similar to the first time surgery. But overall, if you take all um, reoperations, uh, the, the risk of mortality is about 6%. So let's dive into that a little bit further. What, from your experience, makes a reoperation surgery so challenging? You talked about scar tissue, um, but how do you determine whether or not a patient is even going to be a good candidate for this procedure? When we evaluate the uh, patient's candidacy for, for surgery, the two things that we evaluate are the overall physiological condition of the patient, and that involves the age and comorbidities. And particularly for the reoperation, the anatomic factors that could potentially make the reoperation or and the reentry on the chest more challenging. That includes, for example, having the aorta or, or other vessels immediately behind the sternum, the right ventricle or previous bypass grafts immediately behind the sternum, the previous history of a mediastinal radiation. Other factors is the number of reoperation. It's not the same doing a first time reoperation versus a second, a third, or a fourth, or, or subsequent numbers. The higher the number increases the risk. And also, there are some particularly lesions that like aortic insufficiency or patients with who had poor ventricular function that makes the risk of reoperation higher. So that brings up one of the natural questions that I'm sure some of our listeners are wondering, Dr. Crestanello, and that's whether reoperations should be perceived as necessary at all. What factors are at play here in terms of making the decision to do a reoperation? Like every decision that we made in cardiac surgery, the three 
factors that are in play is number one, the type of lesion, either a valvular lesion, coronary artery disease, or aortic aneurysm that demands the operation. Number two, the repercussions that that lesion had in the heart, in the function of the heart, as well as in the symptoms that, that the patient has. What is the natural history of that lesion if we don't do anything versus we operate? And then once we have the info, that information, the second is a, a step is to analyze what are the comorbidities of the patient and whether the patient will be able to tolerate the, sur the surgery. And number three is to analyze the technical aspects of the operation. And here is where reoperations are particularly challenging. And we use a multi-imaging modality to assess the safety of the reoperation before the surgery. We do CT angiograms of the chest and the, and the abdomen, and that allows us to identify the location of the different cardiac structures in relation with the sternum and assess the safety of re-entry on the chest and plan the surgery accordingly. Based on those findings, we can decide that it is a, the going through the sternum is not the, idea, the ideal approach. Uh, we may decide to do the operation going through the through a thoracotomy, through the side, through either through the right or through the left side. And also we may decide to uh, place the patient on cardiopulmonary bypass before uh, opening the chest. And that is accomplished normally through the femoral artery and vein. That's excellent. So these more precise diagnostic workup procedures and tools and techniques are enabling you to have a better cost-to-benefit ratio analysis for whether to proceed with these procedures. Yes. Well, for those just joining us, this is Advanced Treatments and Innovations from Mayo Clinic. I'm Dr. Matt Bernholtz, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Juan Crestanello about the key considerations underlying complex cardiac reoperations. So, Dr. Crestanello, I want to switch gears and explore some of the techniques that have been developed in response to these challenges you talked about uh, around cardiac reoperations. What kinds of techniques or approaches have come onto the scene for you? Well, uh, as we discussed before, number one is the planning of the reoperation, and that's the main step to assure a safe reentry on the chest. And as we just discussed, we accomplished that by performing a CAT scan of the chest that allowed us to precisely determine the relationship between the sternum and the cardiac structures and plan the operation accordingly. In addition, the placement of patients on cardiopulmonary bypass through the groin vessels before uh, the opening of the chest uh, add safety to that um, surgery. And Dr. Crestanello, I'm, I'm particularly curious, given the high volume center that you're at performing over 300 operations uh, for cardiac reoperations, as you put it, at what point would other clinicians in this therapeutic category consider making the call to refer a patient to a high volume center such as yours for reoperative repair of the heart? Well, I think that the reoperations are challenging reoperations, and we are experts in the field. Really, any reoperation should be conducted from my point of view on a on a, a center that has 
expertise to deal with the reoperation as well as the complications of the reoperation, but particularly um, second, third, and and higher number of reoperations should be done in certain centers of excellence where where the, the the whole team is trained to deal with this type of uh, cases. And I'm sure this is somewhat intuitive, uh, perhaps obvious to some of our listeners, but um, it almost goes without saying, but needs to be said that high volume centers in other therapeutic categories for surgical procedures, uh, the outcomes are far better than places that are not as as steeped in uh, performing these procedures. I assume the same holds true for cardiac reoperations. Is that true? Yes. Our outcomes are far superior than what the other centers um, report. So then, Dr. Cristinello, I want to try looking ahead at any developments that are on the horizon with the potential to really improve cardiac reoperations. What do you think we should keep an eye out for and what's going on over at Mayo? Well, the, the, the first step is to, to try to uh, avoid the reoperations. And clearly, there, there are several reasons for reoperations. One of them is deterioration of a previous uh, valves that had been placed, development of, uh, of new diseases in, in other valves or other structures of the, of the heart. So it is important that once one is diagnosed with a sur- cardiac problem that requires a cardiac surgery, uh, after that initial surgery, the adequate uh, secondary prevention is uh, performed. So a strategy to prevent infection or thrombosis of the valve, and also uh, monitoring for uh, early um, deterioration of uh, the, the heart function or developing of new lesions in the heart is very important because it is, it is not the same to operate uh, at, at a stage and, and at an early stage of a certain cardiac lesion that um, doing a reoperation when uh, that uh, lesion has had a, a significant repercussions on the on the heart function or in other parts of the body so the 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 prevention is 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 one the important consideration number two is the consideration for other type of procedures that um, like minimally invasive procedures or a uh, robotic uh, procedures that can in selective cases done or uh, during um, for for reoperations that allow us to 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 make those procedures less invasive and less risky. And now in the horizon is the transcatheter procedures for a treatment of deterioration of a prosthetic valves. And the transcatheter procedures allow for the replacement of some type of valves percutaneously rather than having to open the chest. And do most of the minimally invasive procedures for cardiac reoperations center on valvular uh, operations, or do they also extend to other aspects of cardiac function? No, there are, in addition to um, reoperations for valvular heart disease, there are reoperations for coronary artery disease, reoperations for aortic aneurysms, re- uh, reoperations for other new lesions. I mean, somebody can have an initial operation either for coronary artery disease or aortic valve disease and now has developed mitral valve disease or tricuspid valve disease 
or an ascending aortic aneurysm that requires a, a, re, a, a reoperation. So Dr. Crestonella, before we close, let me just open the floor to you for any parting thoughts that you want to convey to our audience regarding cardiac reoperations and the evolution of these procedures and techniques over time coming from your vantage point over at Mayo Clinic. Well, I want to um, uh, reassure the uh, patients who require reoperation that here at Mayo we have the expertise to provide a care for their complex heart uh, problems. We have a multidisciplinary team that uh, consists of uh, surgeons, cardiologists, anesthesiologists, critical care nurses, nurse practitioners, who help us to put their anxiety associated with the problem that requires a reoperation at ease and give you the best outcomes uh, available in the world. Well, with those thoughts in mind, I very much want to thank my guest, Dr. Juan Crestonello, for joining me to share new thoughts on complex cardiac reoperations and the pathways to improve care. Dr. Crestonello, it was great having you on the program. Thank you again. You've been listening to Advanced Treatments and Innovations from Mayo Clinic. To access other episodes of this series, visit ReachMD.com slash Advanced Treatments Innovations Mayo Clinic, where you can be part of the knowledge.